Welcome to the Mom Manual. Motherhood doesn't come with instructions, but it should. We are on a mission to highlight ordinary moms doing extraordinary things to build the ultimate mom manual. Every week, I have the distinct honor of speaking with women about the lessons they've learned and the inspiration that got them to where they are today. Join us for a conversation that will spark creativity, provide actionable tips, and celebrate the ordinary and extraordinary moments of motherhood. The Mom Manual starts now. Welcome to the Mom Manual Podcast. I am Tara Williams here today with an awesome guest. Monica Banks is a mom of two and founder of Goo Goo Guru. Monica, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Tara. I am really excited to be here. Well, I am thrilled to have you here. And I was just talking to Monica. Normally, we do our podcast in a way where we have three really distinct takeaways. But her story is so interesting and the evolution of Goo Goo Guru, I really wanted to change things up today and just give her the platform to talk about it. It's such a cool concept that helps moms and pregnant women. So Monica, can you jump in and bring us back to the beginning? I actually have been working in the mom and baby space for a long time. I was working before even... I officially became a a mom. I was working at an agency and I worked on huge brands like Pampers and Similac. And then I was actually pregnant at the time that I was managing those accounts. And then when I left agency life, I um, started my own marketing consultancy. And at that point, total coincidence, happenstance, my uh, very first client was a maternity skincare brand. So that's kind of how I got into the mom and baby industry. It just I, it just kind of became my niche. And I started taking on more D2C clients in the mom and baby space and working with brands and really seeing the challenges that brands were facing. And also because I was a new mom myself, I saw the challenges that moms were facing. And because I was interfacing with retailers, uh, I was also seeing that there were problems there. So really, I, I call it kind of a trifecta of problems. Moms are extremely overwhelmed with the amount of products in the category when they're building a baby registry or when they're just preparing for baby because there's just so much. Um, There's so many incredible products coming out and not all products. It's not a one size fits all type of thing. So moms are often just kind of seeking advice, trying to figure out what's right for them. They're turning to friends and family who might not necessarily be, you know, the exact kind of parent that that they're going to be. So sometimes the advice while well-meaning is off. And then you have these brands that are coming into the space like wildfire. Um, You know, when I was pregnant with my son in 2010, I always say there's like 30 strollers to choose from. Now there's like 3000 strollers to choose from. And, you know, the brands are really struggling to kind of target moms at a certain stage often, or they're trying to gain market share when they're going up against some like major, major legacy brands who have been in the space for a long time. And then retailers just, I mean, the retail landscape, especially with COVID, I mean, has just like completely changed and brands are trying to personalize the experience for parents. And there's, again, so many products and there there are just challenges there. So my kind of aha moment, as I call it, I kind of dumb it down to the fact that I was on Facebook and my brother-in-law posted some BuzzFeed style quiz that was like, you know, what 
Disney character are you or something like where, where should you be living? And I thought, oh, you know, they should really do that for for moms to, you know, to help them with their registries, to help them with baby products. And I thought, oh, you know, I'm going to look around. And I saw that, you know, I couldn't believe it, that nobody was actually doing that, creating kind of a quiz that helped moms understand what products were right for them. Monica, this is back in 2010, right? This is, no, this was actually um, 2014 that I had the idea. I was consulting in the mom and baby space for about four years before I came up with the idea and I actually, I pitched it to one of my, my clients, a, a baby gear brand. And she said, I think it's an awesome idea. And I think you should go for it, Monica, and you should become an entrepreneur. She said, you know, how can I kind of participate in this? Because I'm a baby gear brand and like my baby gear is not right for every kind of mom. And you need to be, you know, making unbiased and personalized product recommendations with this quiz. So I said, I said, that's, that's a really good point. So I decided to go for it. And I had that idea in July of 2014, went out, found, you know, web developers and everything like that to help me manifest the vision. And I launched the first version of the site in March of 2015. And really kind of the evolution has been that, you know, we launched it and moms really enjoyed getting the AI driven recommendations. We curated all these personalized product recommendations from so many experts in the field. And then we had the quiz deliver results that were based on the mom's profile. You know, was she planning on, you know, breastfeeding? Was she having a, you know, did she live in a particular climate? Was she, you know, did cloth diapering? All these types of different data points that, you know, we then um, served up AI driven product recommendations. And while the moms love those, they were really just thought starters because moms don't really want product recommendations from artificial intelligence. They want recommendations from other moms. So as I started to see this, I started to introduce more of the human hand into the company. And I had baby registry and baby product experts integrated into the experience. And we started a kind of concierge service where uh, we had moms helping other moms build the registries that were that were right for them. And at the same time, I was constantly getting contacted by moms saying, hey, I do all my friends' baby registries, or I'm the go-to person in my circle for product recommendations. How how can I get involved in Google Guru? Can are you hiring? Can I can I make baby registries? And my answer was always like, well, you know, I just I like I'm a bootstrapping, you know, self-funded entrepreneur. Like I really, how can I do that? And so what I first tried to do was, you know, kind of create this legion of moms to create, you know, to create registries where other moms would um, basically pay for the service. Right. And that's not a novel thing, but, you know, this generation of moms, millennials, specifically, you know, often describe themselves as type A. They're researchers. They know that there's a lot of free information on the internet. So to get them to pay for recommendations was a very, very difficult thing. And I knew that so many of the moms that were contacting me and saying, hey, I want to work with you. It was A, they wanted to help other moms because moms, many moms want to help other moms and just love giving advice. But they also wanted to kind of monetize their expertise as moms. And, 
you know, that was, you know, something that a lot of moms came to me and said, how did you start your own business? How did you, I want to stay at home with my kids and, and earn money and, and do this. So how do, how do I do that? So that was kind of the first iteration with our concierge business. And uh, it didn't really work because, as I said, people didn't want to pay for advice. So I kind of went back to the drawing board and we continue to offer really great content and really great recommendations for new and expectant parents. But what happened was the stars kind of aligned over the past, you know, couple of years with COVID and just the explosion of the creator economy. I started seeing that, okay, whereas before I was struggling to figure out how can moms monetize their expertise and their passion um, with Goo Goo Guru, there were now becoming tools available for these moms to do that. So now Guru is still what it was, which is like a resource for parents who are, you know, sharing the products and, and content that they love. But now what I've done is I've created an offshoot of Goo Goo Guru called Mom Creators. And where what we're doing is we're teaching moms how to create content for brands. Uh, we're connecting them with brands. We're teaching them how to monetize beyond just like making content and getting brand sponsorships. We're teaching moms how to create digital products. We're teaching moms how to do affiliate marketing. So basically, you know, they can, most of these women, it's like their why is that they want, they're entrepreneurial, they want a creative outlet, they, but they also want flexibility so they can be at home with their kids. And so that is our mission. And what's great is that they're, they're the ones now creating content and delivering the product recommendations for our still pretty large audience of um, new and expectant parents. And we're trying to get the, the new and expectant parents to get into, you know, the community so that they can create content as well. Um, you know, and some of them aren't necessarily looking to do, do it as a career, but people, you know, TikTok is huge. Like one in every three users on TikTok is a mom. They're just kind of already creating this. And so that's the new vision of the company. Monica, I love, thank you for sharing that. I love that you were candid with where you guys started and that it didn't work. Mm -hmm. I think in our culture today, a lot of people see even something like my company, Dream on Baby, like, oh, it was an overnight success. Like you just became successful. Well, no, you didn't hear about us until we kind of made it, if you will. And mm -hmm. that's when people think, okay, this is when you've become successful, but you don't see all the work ahead of time. And I just don't think a lot of people talk about, you know, we had this idea and this didn't work. And then we had this idea and that didn't work. And it's really admirable that you did not give up and you pivoted and you always listen to the end consumer, which I think is so important because you hear of brands that are companies that continue to go with their original mission until they just drive it into the ground because the founder really can't pivot and change. So I think it's really cool that you started with this quiz idea and then you saw a need, but then it didn't work. And so now it's kind of come full circle in a way. So where is Google Guru today? What is that? What does it look like at the company? Well, thank you, by the way, for saying that. I mean, I always say I had kind of like three or four failed startups in one <laughs> before yeah. I found the product market fit. And that's not to say, by the way, that I, even though I pivoted, I still grieved, you know, those companies and those ideas because I did think they were good ideas. But if, if something's not working, you have to like come to grips with it. So today, Guru Guru 
right now, I mean, we're really, really focused on, we kind of have our, the side, the side of the business, which is, you know, great content. We're, we're very video first, whether it's TikTok reels or YouTube shorts, we're, we're very, very focused on video because we see that that's where some great storytelling takes place. It doesn't mean that we don't still do, you know, image content and stuff like that, but we are loving the video side of things. So we're serving up that content still to new and expectant parents, but we're very focused on growing our community of mom creators. So right now we have grown our community of mom creators at different stages of the journey. Like we have aspiring mom creators to like mom creators who are already kind of working with brands, whether it's in like a, a gifted capacity and they're building an audience and that kind of thing. And then we also have like very established influencers and celebrities in our community. So we're just about over 6,000 in the community right now. So my focus is not only helping them and really giving them information like soup to nuts, like how to be independent contractors, how to how to you know create content, the best best practices, how to reach out to brands, you know, really giving them all those tools to make their dreams come true, whatever they might be. But then also we are very focused on, you know, our brand partnerships still, like we've worked with brands since the get-go and understanding their content needs and their pain points, because a lot of brands right now, it's like they, they don't understand TikTok, how to use it, or they feel like their content needs are kind of like this insatiable beast. So we feel like it's almost like a perfect storm, like brands need content moms want in on the creator economy so we're we're really focused on how to how to make those uh those things work so that it's a win-win all around so you're the connector in a way absolutely got it so if if anyone's listening and they're like oh wait that's me like i stay home full time i have a few extra hours while my baby naps or while my kids are at preschool like i would love to do this i mean what would that look like if i've never done it before and it came to you i'm like monica help me. What can I expect? Like how much money can I make? How much time? Like what, what should I know? Right now I would point you to like all of our, we've got tons and tons of free resources. So, I mean, it's funny. I just asked, we have a Facebook group of our creators that we just launched. And I just asked yesterday, I said, how much a month would be meaningful to you? And I have to kind of calculate what the average is. I was thinking about that today. The short answer is that every mom is different. Like about how much she wants to make and also how much time she has to put into it because, you know, content creators are making thousands and thousands of dollars a month, but you have to be realistic that that it takes work. You know, as you said, there is absolutely no such thing as an overnight success and content creation has become a very big thing right now, if you go on TikTok, you hear all these things about becoming a UGC creator. And it is very frustrating for me to watch some of these, like I'm doing air quotes here, experts, because they do make it seem like it's easy. And what I will say is that content creation, because of the creator economy and all these emerging tools, it is more accessible than ever before. But it doesn't mean that you're just going to like, make a video and it's going to go viral and you're going to become a millionaire tomorrow. So if you have those type of you know, like thoughts, you know, that's, that's not it. But um, yeah, I mean, how much could you expect to make? 
I mean, I, you know, as I said, I think it kind of varies, but we're trying to help our creators. We have kind of like a coaching track, get to like a minimum of $500 a month. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what, whether or not to, you know, you could make more than that. You could make less than that in the beginning, but that's kind of like what our kind of baseline goal is for our creators. Well, and, you know, depending on where you live, that could be a, a really solid contribution to your household in terms of paying the mortgage and bills or, you know, again, depending on where you live, I'm in California where it's extremely expensive. That's right. a solid target run every week, right? That maybe yeah. you before. So I, I love that. And I think that there's one major differentiation here. So there is something called an influencer and there mm-hmm. is something called a content creator. If you are a content creator, you don't necessarily have to have any following because That's right. as, as a brand, like we pay influencers, but really what we're paying them for is less the quality of their content and it's their audience. We are paying for them to share the message about our brand to their audience. Right. And there's, you know, there's a whole bunch of caveats. Like I, I would say at this point, any audience can really see through an influencer who is just pushing product. So Mm. as a brand, it's a, you know, we, we send our sleep sacks and we have them use them for a few weeks before, you know, we have them shared at all. You know, did this change your life? Are you using it every night? Did you improve sleep? Like, yes, yes, yes. Okay, great. Let's move forward. You know, if you're not using it as much, whatever, then we won't have them share it. And I think influencers feel the same way because to keep that audience and to be authentic, they have to really only share things they love, right? But then the the creator economy, that's something totally different. You don't have to have any followers. So that really opens up. And that's, I feel, a, a definitely a much newer thing. I don't know if that's with the iteration of TikTok or why, but we are looking for that too, where it's, we're saying, hey, you don't have to have any followers, but we just want mass amounts of content to share on social, like you said, on YouTube, Instagram, email, you know, we're putting this content website everywhere. And so you just have to be creative and then create that content, right? So Monica, that's that second piece, I think is the biggest spot where you guys fit into the puzzle, right? Yeah. I mean, because as you said, I mean, you do see like content creators in general, they don't need to have an audience. Like it's almost like all influencers are creators, but not all creators are influencers. So the thing I would say is that it kind of took off because really brands were seeing that when they were using UGC, even if it was like really kind of like raw video and not well-produced or whatever, like that was very much resonating with um, consumers more than the brand content was. Like the polished kind of aesthetic content was often not converting as well as UGC and user-generated content is what that is. And so then brand said, oh, wow, okay, so this user-generated content, you know, seeing actual users create videos and images about using our products and testimonials and stuff like that, that's what's selling. So they started really, really leaning into that. And then they were using that content on their Facebook ads, you know, which is still a very, you know, very, very powerful uh, medium and Instagram ads, obviously as Instagram is a part of Facebook, they were using this UGC on their own websites and they were using the UGC on Amazon storefronts. And so none of these like Facebook, Instagram ads, they don't require 
an audience because you're you're basically using you know Facebook's advertising tools. So say, you know, same, same with Amazon, they definitely, you know, you don't need an audience for Amazon. So that is really like why it kind of evolved to where it, where it is today, where it's like, okay, brands are seeing that UGC sells. Now they need it. <laughs> they also just need things for their social media. They just need content for, for everything. And, and it's not necessarily about the, the influencer. Today's episode was brought to you by Dreamland Baby. I want to introduce you to a product that hundreds of thousands of parents use to help their baby sleep, the Dreamland Baby Weighted Sleep Sack. Hi, I'm Tara Williams, host of the Mom Manual and founder of Dreamland Baby. When my son Luke was six months old, he was still waking up every hour and a half. I was completely exhausted, frustrated, and at my wit's end. Sound familiar? My solution to create a gently weighted sleep sack that babies can safely wear to help them feel calm, fall asleep faster, and stay asleep longer. The award-winning doctor-approved Dream Weighted Sleep Sack and Swaddle features our proprietary CoverCom technology, evenly distributed weight from your baby's shoulders to toes to help naturally reduce stress and allow your little one to feel relaxed and sleep soundly. If you're struggling to get your baby to sleep for longer stretches and go down easier, you're not alone. This product was a game changer for my son and can be for your family too. And right now we've got a special discount exclusive to mom manual listeners. Use code MOMMANUAL15 at checkout to get 15% off site-wide. Isn't it time for you to invest in rest? And so now having the tools to do that, you could create a short 15, 30 second video that could be used for a Facebook ad, but it can also be used on TikTok. It can also be used on Reels. It can also be used different places. It can also, you know, as a post on Instagram or, or uh, TikTok. So really, as I said, it's just, it's so accessible now. It's like everybody has the tools these days to be their own producer, their own talent, their own editor for the brands that they love, if that's what they want to do. Yeah. And basically, I mean, really, you just need an iPhone, nothing mm-hmm. more. That's right? exactly right. <laughs> I I remember when we first started, we did this, I think 20 or $25,000 in video produced. I mean, I had a whole team of people come in and now in hindsight, I'm like, I can't believe we ever paid for that. Yeah. Because, like you said, what what converts and what people want to see is actual real people just using the product and sharing their experience with it. So Monica, again, if I'm, you know, someone listening and I'm like, Hey, I want to jump into that. I want to earn even a hundred dollars a month or, you know, $50 or just a one-time video. Do you connect? So I come to you as a creator, Mm -hmm. you connect me with a brand or like, how does that piece work? So first of all, just to, if I could throw out the, the URL, it's creators.googooguru.com. Um, you could just go to googooguru.com and it will say for creators and you can click on that link if it's, if it's easier to remember, but, um, Really, there's kind of the self-guided, like totally free way of of doing things, which is you come in to the community, you can take advantage of all. We have courses on how to, you know, become a creator, how to find your niche, how to find, you know, brands to work with, that kind of thing. We also post brand collaborations 
all the time. We're trying to work on building more because right now, like the demand is higher than the the supply just because we have thousands and thousands of mom creators. And like, you know, it takes time to find brands and understand like what their content needs and everything are. But every week on Tuesday, we post um, content creator opportunities that uh, moms can apply to. And then we have, as I said, our kind of coaching track where we have a like a gold membership, which is $25 a month or it's $250 for the year, where we take, you know, we we match you with brands. We, we you know, we give you like one-on-one coaching. I mean, it's a very kind of, you know, personalized service for moms who know that they want to, like, it's, it's not a hobby. They want to become content creators. And then we have our platinum which is $50 a month or $500 for the year. And again, that's, that's more for moms who are kind of, okay, they're, they've been content creators. They um, know that this is their career. Now they want to be um, influencers. They want to grow an audience in there, or maybe they have a, a business idea, that kind of thing. So it's again, very personalized one-on-one coaching where we not only help them on all aspects of building their personal brand, but also connecting them with uh, brands that want to work with them. And is this, is this all done? I'm assuming you're not doing all this. You have a team or like who's, who's actually doing coaching? I have a team. This is my passion and it always has been to help other moms. So like I am very, very involved and I try to make myself as accessible as possible, but we do have a team of moms that work for me that it just kind of depends. They're all content creators and some of them are influencers. It depends on where that particular like coaching member is in her journey, who she would work with. Very cool. Okay. So then going back to Goo Goo Guru is, so is the, the whole concept of the quiz and the registry advice, is that still happening or is that, that's a Yes, it is. It is. It's evolving a little bit. Um, We've just kind of, we're relaunching our quiz soon. And instead of you getting these kind of AI driven product recommendations, once you take the quiz, you're instead brought to a page that offers you information, uh, again, depending on what kind of information you're looking for. So it could be like, if you're, let's say you're a new parent or expecting parent, you come to the site, you take the quiz, and then you're brought to like a hub that has like blog posts, creators you should follow who are also like, maybe they're new and expected parents, or maybe they share baby registry favorites, like that kind of thing. So it's just kind of this like content hub that you're brought to depending on your answer. So there's really kind of like three paths for the quiz. Now you're either like a newbie parent who's looking for product recommendation that takes you to one place, or you're a parent who's maybe a little bit more seasoned and you want to not only get product recommendations, but give product recommendations. So then you're taken to another place. And then lastly, maybe you just want to give product recommendations. You just want to be a creator. Then you're, you know, if you answer the quiz that way, then you're taken another place. So there's really kind of three different destinations based on the quiz now. So Monica, this has been, you started in 2010. So you've been doing it for 12 years, right? No, I started this company in 2015. So in March of 2023, it will be eight years. Eight years. Still a long time. So tell me, and you've been, you've seen all the evolutions of baby stuff. 
Tell me a few trends of baby gear. I can think of a couple that, you know, in 2015 weren't there and that you're excited about in terms of new product categories or just talk to me a little bit about products. What wasn't there before is now super helpful for mom or things that you see everyone adding to the registry. <laughs> I mean, I could get very specific and tell you kind of what brands we're really hearing a lot, or I can kind of tell you about general trends. But just like from a trend standpoint, we really hear a lot about, um, you know, minimalism, and that's kind of manifesting itself in a lot of different ways. So that could be minimalism in terms of like the, the the carbon footprint, minimalism in terms of like less stuff, minimalism in terms of the circular economy. Um, the circular economy is booming right now, which means like, uh, for those who aren't familiar with the term, it, it means like, you know, reusing your baby gear instead of, you know, uh, adding it to landfills kind of thing. And that is across the board. We also see, I mean, people are traveling again. And so, you know, minimalism kind of plays into the the travel aspect, just in terms of, you know, lightweight and just really practical for people who are on the go. I mean, certainly this generation of moms, even before <laughs> like COVID, I mean, we're, we're big into travel and now we're seeing, you know, travel is, is coming back. I would say one trend that I also really, really love is that there's more focus on the mom now, mom's physical health, postpartum, mom's mental health. I see that more and more. I see more services. I see more apps. I see more products that are geared towards mom. I think Frida has done an incredible job with Freedom Mom, as far as like developing a line of products, smart products that serve mom, because, you know, often mom is kind of like an afterthought, and they've taken some really kind of bland items and and made them um, into genius products that that help mom. So those are some of the kind of general trends that, you know, I'm seeing for uh, like across the board and that especially the postpartum trend, I feel like that is it's it's continuing that like, people are becoming more and more mom focused because let's face it, moms have always kind of had it tough, but over the past couple of years with COVID and everything else, like it's been, it's been really hard. It's been really hard for moms. It's time we focus on moms. <laughs> it, we were just talking about that um, internally on our marketing team. <clears throat> we're looking to do partnerships for 2023. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that we were talking about, I was like, okay, maybe this and maybe that. And somebody said, well, what about something for mom? And I said, mm -hmm. yes, 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 we need to do that. Because I, and I tell this story, I've told it so many times. When I had my first daughter, she was born in 2012. I was 25. And so, you know, I'm young and we had moved to a new area. So I didn't really know too many people. And it was where my, my husband was from. So his family was coming in and, you know, some newer friends and people were bringing stuff over that was like, oh, it was a little gift for my daughter. So um, like a little onesie outfit or a little toy or whatever. And somebody brought over this, they wrapped it really cute. It was just from Trader Joe's. Now we were 25, we were all really young and it was a bunch of Trader Joe's chocolate in this kind of cute wrapping. And it was for me. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is the greatest gift ever because nobody had given me anything. And here right. I trying to breastfeed and you know, the hormones are going crazy and I'm not sleeping. And, and to get that just little gift, it seems so insignificant. It wasn't expensive. And I just felt so thought of and seen. And it's, you know, that's obviously a small thing, but now fast forward, we're 10 years later. I do think the conversation is really more like, Hey, after, and remember before, I mean, 
postpartum depression and things like that just really weren't talked about. It's now more just, I think with social media, like discussed. So I, I love that trend. That's one I am here for. And a dreamland baby, we're definitely trying to do some stuff with that. I have seen this for me, this car seat that I don't know what brand it is, but it's, um, it like, you take it out of the car and just like wheels pop out. And then yeah, that's a Duna. Everybody yes. like the, the Duna. We love the Duna. I mean, there's absolutely no question that that is a phenomenal product. I would say that I don't hear that many negatives about it, but you know, it, again, it is not a fit for some moms. Um, I think uh, some people like are under the impression maybe that that's really good for travel, but it's not necessarily good for travel for some, you know, depending on what kind of travel you're doing. So um, no, the Duna is a phenomenal product. I also love Waybe. It, I think the founder of Patagonia, like, or, or, or somebody from Patagonia or something like that developed this Waybe car seat, which is like super, super lightweight, super, um, it's, it's only toddlers right now. It's not an infant car seat, but it's like uses recycled, recycled materials. I mean, it's like extremely innovative car seat. I'm trying to think what else. I mean, our, the most common car seat I would say that we recommend is the Nuna Pipa. That seems to be our favorite as a, as a team here again, like, uh, you know, it, it's not a one size fits all thing, but I would say, you know, as far as like really, really popular products that people just adore that I cannot tell you the hatch rest, which is a, it's like a clock. And I mean, it, and like a sound machine, all these different things. It's like this multi-purpose product from hatch people Absolutely. And Hatch was on Shark Tank too, but they were on it for their diaper changing station, which I don't, I don't even think it exists anymore, but this, the Hatch product is the Hatch rest product is by far, like we did a series for Bye Bye Baby and we had people talk about their favorite items for baby. And I cannot tell you, like, that was the one that was, was mentioned the most commonly. Like we were like asking people, we're like, can you think of something else? We have that one mentioned too many times. Like it's a very popular product. If you're thinking about gifting hatch, um, Nuna car seat, any, any other like really new, um, kind of just something totally different that you hadn't seen on the market before, like a new, I mean, I think of like, remember when Doc Talk came on the market, like that just absolutely changed everything. Like I did not have that with my first three kids. And then it came out when my, when my baby was born and to be able to have a place just to put him while I was taking a shower or like doing dishes, like that was a game changer for me. Are there any other game changers that you're seeing right now? I mean, I would say like, the love every playset is just like it, people just absolutely love it. They love the play mat and they love the subscriptions uh, for play. It's you know Montessori style play and I, it's just beautiful and everything that they've done in terms of like hand crafting the product and everything is 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 wonderful. I mean, there's just so much innovation going on. I, I would another like not often thought about idea is registering for something that baby can use later on or gifting something that baby can use later on. I, you know, people love wagons so much, stroller wagons. People love, there's like Keens that people love. Um, I love the Larktail caravan wagon. And it's just like for getting outside, especially if you have more than one baby, it's a great way to explore. So that's another product I would definitely say is is a great gift idea. 
Awesome. And Monica, I know you have to hump off. Where can everybody find you? So you can find me on um, TikTok and Instagram at mom creators. You can also, you can find uh, our website and everything for new parents, expectant parents, and also for creators. You can go to gugugurucom G-U-G-U-G-U-R-U.com. And uh, we'd, we'd love to help you if you're interested in either getting product recommendations or interested in becoming a creator. Amazing. Thanks so much, Monica. I appreciate your time.